News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Now it was time uh, over the weekend for the five remaining candidates in the Conservative leadership race in the UK to appeal to the public. They went head to head in live TV debates on Friday evening and last night. So how did they fare? I'm joined by George Parker, political editor of the Financial Times. George, uh, it looked like they really it, it was a relatively polite affair on on Friday, but last night they went for each other and the only thing all five candidates seemed to agree on was that they wouldn't have Boris Johnson in their cabinet. No, it was quite brutal, actually. I mean, considering they're all in the same party. They <laughs> spent a lot of the, that hour slagging each other off and slagging off the record of their own government. But yeah, it was uh, it was quite feisty stuff, really. And um, I thought we saw a sort of more combative side to Rishi Sunak, the, cha- the former chancellor, who's now the front runner in this campaign. As, as the campaign's gone on, he seems to become a bit more confident and a bit more freewheeling. And he certainly had a go at Liz Truss, who I think he regards correctly as his principal rival in this contest, Liz Trust, the uh, Foreign Secretary, of course. We might come to that just a little bit later in our conversation as to, as to who you think will be the, the, the remaining two come the end of the week. But what's the biggest fault line here? I mean, there, there were all sorts of issues in terms of where people stood on, on, on social issues, on, on, on liberal issues. But is the, is the principal fault line amongst all the candidates still the economy and tax policy? Yeah, I think that's Definitely fair to say, because Rishi Sunak is the front runner at the moment. He has presided over a series of tax rises, which he says are essential to repair the public finances after COVID. His opponents would say he's addicted to tax rises. Britain's got the highest taxes tax level overall for 70 years at the moment. He's been accused by some of his critics of being almost a socialist. And Rishi Sunak turned the tables on his critics yesterday, saying that what was socialist was what some of his critics, critics are suggesting, is you borrow a load of money, to hand it out in tax cuts now. So, yes, I think the economy is the principal dividing line, not just because a load of Tories are desperately keen to start cutting taxes, even in the middle of an inflationary crisis, which probably make things worse, but also as a way of getting at Rishi Sunak. How did uh, Penny Mordaunt come through the weekend? Because she she was polling as, as the Conservative Party uh, members' favourite uh, coming into the weekend, but she was, she, was, she was the focus of a lot of different attacks from different uh, competitors. Yeah, I mean, she's. I would say her campaign has become a little, little bit becalmed. I mean, I, I expect a lot of your listeners will wonder who on earth Penny Mordaunt is. And well, she has an Irish grandfather, doesn't she? <laughs> well, she does. She does. It's a question being asked on this side of the Irish Sea. To be honest, I mean, she's she's not very well known, but she's popular with activists. She's she's a former Royal Naval Reservist. She reminds some people a bit of Margaret Thatcher. But over the weekend, I would say things haven't gone especially well for her. She's under a lot of attack um, from the Tory right for her supposedly woke attitude towards um, sort of uh, social issues, including gender issues, and particularly the question of um, gender self-identification, which is something in the past she appeared to advocate. So that's become a sort of oversized issue in this campaign, which I'm I'm sure most people in the country are not really talking about, given the cost of living crisis. But anyway, it's something that uh, her critics are using to attack her. She hasn't been especially impressive in the two TV debates we've had so far either. She doesn't say anything wrong, but she doesn't emit an awful lot of energy either. So both Liz Truss, who's currently polling third among Tory MPs, and Kemi Badnock, who's polling fourth, both hope that they can overhaul Penny Mordaunt in the last closing days of this contest. So three candidates will be filtered out over the coming days to leave two standing at the end of the week. What are your bets on that, George? Well, as I mentioned, I think Rishi Sunak's nailed on to be one of the names on the shortlist of two, and which will go out to the party membership over the summer. So the question is, who's the other name on the on the ballot paper? Um, at the moment, Penny Morton is the person to beat in that regard. She's got 
83 votes among MPs so far, compared with Truss on 64, Badnock on 49. But I think that could change. If I was betting on it now, I think probably it will be Sunak versus Liz Truss on the final shortlist of two, but there's still three days to go and it's a very volatile contest. And if that were to happen, we should have sparks right through August because they they are showing firm evidence they will go for each other. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Liz Truss is sort of basically accusing Sunak of being a some sort of closet left-winger for raising taxes. Sunak accusing Truss of being a, a left-winger for wanting to borrow money to hand out in tax bribes to the voters. So there's obviously not a great deal of love lost there. The other thing I should point out is that Liz Truss is campaigning as the, the guardian of the Brexit, holder of the Brexit flame, even though she voted Remain at the, in the 2016 referendum. Whereas uh, Sunak has to keep reminding people he actually voted leave in 2016. So that's another the bone of contention. I think they're probably the most qualified um, of the candidates and certainly economically the m- most competent. Um, you know, you could see it, you know, a sort of a surprise Penny Morton coming through. But if it's those two, I think it will be a very sparky contest over the next uh, six weeks or so. Yeah, and some irony in, uh, in uh, his competitors calling uh, Rishi Sunak a multimillionaire socialist, of course. But we leave it there. George, George Parker, political editor of the Financial Times. Thanks, as always, for joining us. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.